This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For the cheeseheads who want it fresh, and the ones who think Lambeau is a cathedral, this is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. And I think this is a good segue, honestly, into the defense, because it's like, we've always talked about the Joe Barry defense being built to play with a lead. And when you had Aaron Rodgers, you were like, okay, historically, Aaron Rodgers plays with a lot of leads, right? Like, he's not typically an underdog, and you can kind of play a bend-don't-break defense when you're able to put up points. And throughout the first couple games of the season, like Jordan Love and this offense, they were putting up points. I think they were like seventh in the league in, in points for. They were averaging like 26 points a game. But when you get down, as we've now seen for two consecutive weeks, three, technically really going into the Falcons game, you have to be able to like hang your hat on something. Yeah. And they were, they're never going to be able to hang their hat on the run defense. Jair was out. Obviously, that's a that's a huge mark against your defense to not have an all pro. But they weren't able to defend the pass. They're playing like really soft coverage again. Like they're just not in positions to be successful. And we saw Andy Herman tweet some pictures of it. We've seen other people with pictures of just just the personnel packages that are trotting out on defense are really, really questionable in certain moments. And I just don't understand if it's thinking you're outsmarting the opposing offense like what goes into the rationale for certain like why would you go in a light box at the two-yard line what is the what is the purpose of doing that and why is like god I, I don't even know why some of these guys were out there right like it's it's a you're at a goal line stand and you have Hall, Justin Hollins out there and not Rashawn Gary like or Preston Smith why why yeah I mean, that's coaching like there, there, I think there's like some pretty clear delineators. And sometimes we get very caught up in like, oh, Joe Barry, when it was like really execution, but like that's coaching, deciding who goes out there and what packages you trot out there is the coach. Um, I, I don't we have an answer. rubbing our faces a lot during, I don't have an answer. That's a pro- like, 
there are certain things where I'm like, okay, I can point to this and I can say, you know, when Jair is back, that this will change. Or, you know, I know Rasul is going to get back into the film room and he's going to learn from this game. And I fully trust that. Like, again, the Lions credit, they did their damn homework on this team and they knew exactly how to attack the Packers weaknesses. And the Packers had zero answers on both sides of the ball. Right. So, okay. But now how are you going to respond? And this is when I say like, I'm a little less worried about the offense because they're always learning and growing. That's what they're supposed to be doing, regardless of if they were 4-0. They're not perfect. They're not going to be perfect. They're too young, and they're going to continue to learn, and I believe that, right? Because they're a bunch of young guys that are just going to be sponges. But the defense, it's like, you have been together now for how many seasons? Even and with we are still, it's your third year. Yes, like, and we are still doing this. Like, we are still doing this, and it's just like I, – I don't ha- I don't know. I, I don't know because they have the personnel, I think, to stop the run. Cause I think that's still the problem is you get to yeah. like, we'll use our example, right? We're at the two yard line. Even if you are worried, even if you are concerned that you think Jared Goff is going to throw two yards, I don't know why you would be, but here you are. You have David Montgomery knocking. You go to stop the run because I personally actually do trust my corners on the boundaries to go and make a play on the ball. I don't like, that's what you have to do. If you are building this defense, right. To stop the big play and you put all of your eggs in the basket of your secondary to go and make plays on the ball, which they don't, but that's the theory, right. Is that, that that's what this is predicated on is stopping the pass. Then you have to trust that they are going to do that and focus your energy on stopping the run. But they did neither of those things in this example. So if you're going to do neither of those things, then guess what? You are going to lose games by three scores and you are not going to get off the field. And I think every team now, and you're seeing it, have a blueprint for this Packers defense, which is continue to run the ball until they show you they can stop it. Because like, let's be real here. Bijan Robinson, amazing back, generational talent. We can be fine with that. David Montgomery, he's your pretty average RB1. You're going to see one of those in every single game. And, like, sure, I think he had a little bit of of a vendetta because he said going into this game he had never beaten the Packers after playing with the Bears. So, sure, he's got a little juice. But, like, man, defend your house. Like, defend your house. It's so painful to watch. He ran how many? 30-plus carries? Running backs don't do that anymore. And guess what? The Raiders are going to do this with Josh Jacobs, and every team following is going to continue to do this until somebody does something. And I think they had, like, again, just all the answers. They double-teamed Kenny, who's pretty much your only, like, all-pro run stopper. TJ Slayton, I think, actually had a pretty good game, although he missed, like, one key like David Montgomery, like juke Tim. I was like, no, TJ. But like, man. Well, and and you know, you talked about it going back to the the red zone example. If you're banking on your corners, then you also have to bank on your pass rush, like Rashawn Gary. Like Rashawn Gary can get home at the two yard line. There's players on your team that are built for this. Like this is what they're designed to do. And to take them off the field, it's it's just on it's malpractice. 
Like there's it no is malpractice. Oh, it just it really grinds my gears because like you see the flashes of the players and this team. I mean, we literally just watched Rashawn Gary have a three sack game, and then you go into this game and the Lions OL was banged up too. Like, there's no excuses here. They did not have all their starters. And you can't get to Jared Goff once. I mean, he was, like, barely, barely pressured. There's no creativity. There's no blitzes. There's no stunts. And I get it. Like, you are automatically playing from behind. You're on the field a ton. The time of possession was so out of whack. Yeah. But you kind of had to know that that was going to be the case this season given where this offense is, where you had to know that. And I just, I, I don't even know if it's just Joe Barry anymore. Like it's a Jerry Montgomery problem because this line is not prepared. Like it's just a whole mess. And I don't even think, I don't even think Jair like being back in this game would have changed anything to be honest. Like you, you would have had your all pro out there and it, still wouldn't have mattered because it's all about the line and they got mauled up front again. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, and I mean, just these numbers are just beyond atrocious. Right in your two losses, you gave up over 400 yards of offense. Somehow... Yeah. Really weird, like voodoo magic here, but two the your two losses, you gave up exactly 211 yards rushing. Like, you can't even talk about how lopsided that is. And we said after the Falcons game, you're expecting growing pains from your offense. You're expecting three and outs. You understand that's going to be this season. But what you hung your hat on was, well, okay, like if the defense can keep them under 20. Jordan Love and Co. in a Matt LaFleur scheme can probably put up 21. Like, you're going to lose some games, obviously, yeah. but your defense is built to give up less than 20 points. And they should be able to do that with the players that they have in that locker room. So when you start getting gashed for, God, I mean, the Saints game was their best defensive performance, and they still give up 77 yards on the ground, which is fine. Like, it's sub 100, but. But to, like, no, no it wasn't even like Alvin Kamara was playing. Right, it was Tony Jones Jr. Like, yeah, yeah. I just the the defense really, really baffles me because for me, it's obviously scheme. Like, you can't have these talented players, these players that you know can hit home. I mean, it, we see it all the time, right? It's they get a sack on first or second down, but they give up a third and long. Like yeah. that's that, that just like the microcosm of this defense. It's so frustrating. They can't get themselves off the field. They started off great. The first drive of the game. Great. If only all of that had happened for the rest of the game. Um, I hope. I don't know what I hope actually after this game for the defense. <laughs> I I don't. I mean. And here's the Matt thing. had a. Go ahead. I was going to say, Matt had a really great quote today when asked, like, 
how you're going to fix the run game. And he basically called it the definition of insanity, what they're mm-hmm. doing. And he kind of listed out, I, I would, I'd have to go find it. I don't have it off the top of my head, but like he listed out a number of different ways that they can actually make some changes, like really concrete changes, obviously without giving away the, the farm, the secrets, but like, again, I think I just go back to your head coach in a loss like this. It's like, what are you going to do when you go back into that building? Are you going to sit down with all of your, you know, defensive staff and say, I'm putting my foot down now, like no more of this. We need to change this. Like the problem too, to me, and I'm curious your thoughts here is like, Matt's a very offensive minded coach. Obviously Mm -hmm. we know that that's what he brings to the table and that's what this team needs right now. They have a really young offense, a lot of really fun weapons. However, they need someone to kind of like, I don't know, bring it all together, right? Take all the, you know, he has a palette of paints, all colors of the rainbow, and he's taking it and he's putting it on the canvas. And your defense should be, it doesn't need as much attention. It shouldn't need as much attention that he, from him as this offense does right now. And instead, I'm sitting here like, I wish that he would sit in all these like defensive meeting rooms and just, and like, I don't know, Joe Barry needs some like micromanagement or some shit. Like, I I don't know what more to say other than that. It, it, it can't, it can't always be poor execution on the field. It was both in this game for sure, 